I just want you to be yourself, like You ain't got a lot of kick it, my nigga, like You ain't got a lot of kick it, uh You just gotta get with it, you ain't gotta stress about that Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Detroit Entertainment's The Drop Podcast um, Featuring myself, Daquan Mabin, and my boy, Horace Khan, Stefan Cherry Yeah, we here, we here so uh, on today's episode, the first thing that we're going to discuss is what is Dethrop Entertainment. And Dethrop Entertainment is a label that I created composed of myself, Daquan Mevin, Horace Khan, Stefan, and uh, Ghost Rider, who's going by the name of Tony Pink now, um, Antonio. So on this first episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about expectations for 2020. Like when people set expectations and I guess New Year's resolutions, ain't that right? Yeah. So, yeah, when people set New Year's resolutions, is it a good thing? Does it really help them? And we're going to get into our main topic, which is which artists, hip hop related, which is what we're going to be focused on, had the biggest. Well, I wouldn't even say biggest. I would say who had the best decade from 2010 to 2019 and which artists do we feel personally going to have the biggest decade um, from 2020 to 2029. But first, I just got to add in, though, that I'm an Eagles fan. We won our division today over the trash Cowboys. My man's here a Cowboys fan. I don't know why. Boys haven't been good since 1900 or some junk like that. I don't even have much to say about this besides you guys face the Seahawks the first round, right? Yeah, and we're going to probably beat them in advance, you know, <laughs> underdog mentality. You guys going to beat the Seahawks? Yeah, probably. First round? Yeah, first round. And if that happens... Who are the teams y'all looking at? The two, whatever teams y'all looking at? Well, probably the Saints or the Packers or <laughs> somebody. You know, you're just a hater. But uh, anyway. Yeah, okay, but okay. Let's go on to expectations. How do you personally feel about expectations? Uh, I mean, to be honest, man, I, I can't necessarily say all in all that I hate expectations, but I have a strong dislike for them. I guess, like, I don't know. Sometimes when you set expectations, it just leads to disappointment or it can lead to I don't know like I guess you feeling prideful of the things you've done but for the most part I just kind of feel like when you set an expectation that kind of opens a doorway for disappointment a little bit you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah for sure um I feel that expectations well new year's resolutions to be proper it was just having brain farts or whatever but uh new year's resolutions I think they can be good when you do it in a way that yeah, that's attainable, I guess. Yes, that's attainable. And you don't want to disappoint yourself and set yourself up for disappointment. But at the same time, you don't want to have no basic New Year's resolution. You want to have something that's maybe kind of far-fetched, but you know it's attainable. And you want to write it down or, you know, everybody got phones now. So on my phone, I just got like a reminder of some junk that I had. Well, actually, my reminder's old. It goes back to like high school. But something like a reminder that it shows you every day, like, and it keeps you motivated in a way. But I don't feel that they're necessarily bad for you. I wouldn't say they're make all, end all, be all, just because you don't set New Year's resolutions. But no, it, what about like I guess setting an expectation or a New Year's resolution for something that's already foreseeable that year? Say, for instance, like if someone is already scheduled to graduate, they're already on time to graduate and stuff like that uh -huh. for uh, for that year. Let's just say 2020, for example. If you're already scheduled to graduate for 2020, you know you got all your ducks in a row. You already know for a fact that you're going to graduate. I'll be graduating sometime in 2020. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we like to hear. But I prefer to think about, like, 
how do you feel? Do you feel like that is a good goal to set or a good expectation to have to say, yeah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to graduate 2020. That's my personal goal this year. If you already have like a, a 4.0 GPA and you already been grinding and grinding or should you try to set something a little bit harder or something, think of a goal that, that exceeds that graduation or something like that. For example, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I personally feel that you should set something that it would exceed that being that that is already in like, it's already on. It's already in the works. It's going to happen as long as you keep up being consistent. So I feel it should be something that you haven't gotten yet, but you could see yourself getting, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, I see. I see. So, uh, so what will be my New Year's resolution? Uh, well, it's music related. I haven't formulated it yet, so I'm not just going to say any random thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what about you? you? Do you even set New Year's resolutions? Man, I have not. I don't think since I've been living these 22 years, I have set a single New Year's resolution. At least one that I can remember putting in mind. I don't think I really have either. It's kind of like I set expectations for myself during the year. Yeah, yeah. That's how I am. I do it throughout the year and stuff. Yeah. You know, to each his own. But, all right, let's get on to our main topic of the day. Which artist, well, part of our main topic, which artist had the best run 2010 through 2019? I already know the answer to this, but... Well, you know, we talked a little bit before this started, and, you know, I was so quick to say that that name that is always said when it comes to us talking about music and stuff. Jersey Drake? Well, I mean, the name I was more so talking about was Kanye West. I mean, when you think about it, every time you sit down and have a a conversation about hip-hop music, about what who's made the, the most impact and things like that, and if you're talking about the year 2000 and up, that name has to be, you know what I'm saying? That name has to be brought up. Yeah. But I guess for like, when I sit back and think about it, and I don't know, sometimes I debate myself in my head about this too. Uh-huh. But when you sit down and think about it from the year 2010 and up, uh-huh. it has to be Drake. It has to be. I mean, when, when I sit back and I think about the timeline of when different things would drop and thinking about like, what, Take Care, was that 2011, 12, something like that? Yeah, I, something like that. Yeah, you think about I think about it came out along the same time, um, Good Kid, Mad City, the greatest rap album of all time. Of course, of course, of course. Now, we know, like, what, um, nothing was the same. That was 13, 14 range. And that's debatably his best work. Yeah, I mean, of course, that and Take Care, that's yeah. debatably his best work. Then you oh, have, tough. if you're reading this, you're too, what did you say? Uh, that, I said that was tough. Oh, yeah. If you're reading this, it's too late. If you, Like, all that stuff after that view, man, all of that stuff Drake dropped between uh, that views, 2010. Uh, I mean, it was iffy, but when you think about, like... Yeah, I get, you it, I get it. I, to, get it. I definitely get it. When you think about who's dropped the most and was the most consistent as far as high-quality music... Yeah. If I were time period, it has to be Drake. If I were to just go out and be like, all right, if I were just putting this whole decade in a box, one artist that... Everybody, no matter what you like, if you're a hardcore rap fan or you're not, Drake's going to be the answer that comes up. The man has everything. You know, one of the most versatile artists in hip-hop history. You know, personally, I got him in my top 10 rappers ever. But, yeah, I do agree. It has to be Drake. But uh I could make a case for Kanye because he did drop my beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy, the greatest. Man. <sighs> It's not the greatest rap album. Well, it's certainly in a conversation. I would say it's the greatest hip hop album ever, if that makes sense. If that makes, does that make sense to you? I, I think a little bit. That's just because, you know, we've been talking for a long time. We're yeah. on the same level, but you might got to break it down. So why would you say that's the best hip hop 
album versus, I guess, what the best album, best rap album, I yeah. guess, in comparison to that. So, uh, my beautiful twisted dark fantasy had everything that you want. Like in production wise, it was masterful. Mm. The whole, they were songs up there that you could really like feel like you could vibe to. They were songs. Versus Good Kid, Mad City. And certainly there were some songs up there. It was like complete songs and all. But it was more so rap heavy. You know, it was a storytelling rap album in a way. But My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy is just some stuff that everybody could listen to. Like, it's music, music, if that makes sense to you. I probably break it down in a way that doesn't. But if that makes sense to you. Yeah, man. I'm just, and even just listening now, I'm just trying to think, like, of all the works, I, I mean, I hate to get into a conversation about Drake versus Kanye, but if someone that's can been, think that's of, been frequently, yeah, like, I mean, if someone can bring up a different artist name that I can think of from 2010 to now that has the best hip hop career, then maybe we'll talk about something different. But for right now, just kind of having to compare my beautiful dark twisted fantasy to, uh, nothing was the same. Oh, I'm sorry to take care. And then shit, what was after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? Was it, um, Jesus. Oh. That was a great album, man. I don't care what nobody say. That it, John was a classic. It was a good album. I'm not going to say it was great. It, <laughs> was, a, was, it was a good album. Well, comparing that to Nothing Was the Same and how I many think it got nothing was the same. Of, I think it got nothing was the same. You think Jesus beat nothing? Yes, I do. What? I do Jesus think Jesus beat, beat nothing was the same. Now, look, they're, 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 they're neck and neck, but I do think Jesus beat nothing was the same, but they are neck and neck. Why? I mean, first of all, I want to. I just want to go on record by saying this: Jesus was an experimental album. Yes, out of his own mouth, that's yes. what that was. Yes, it was an experiment. You experiment things that you're unsure about. He was unsure about it. I appreciate him for taking a risk, but well, I can, but I can appreciate him for going out of his comfort zone and doing something different that we were not sonically hearing at that time for hip hop. That was beautiful. I love that risk. It was awesome. I love the album. It was good. But if we're talking about hip hop and we're talking about, if we're talking about hip hop and like just the, the overall, what you get out of hip hop, nothing was the same gave me that more than what, uh, damn, Jesus did. But, um, when we, when we say hip hop now, we, we are including rap as like an element in hip hop. Like hip hop is more than just rapping. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Of course. I just, I just want to put that out there for the listeners or whatever. But um, you said that it was better songs on Nothing Was The Same yes. than Yeezus. Yes. Okay. I um, understand by it, man. That's tough. You know, I think Drake makes great songs. Uh, all right, hold on. And then, I'm sorry to cut a caution, but then you can't, some people can argue like, well, Nothing Was The Same was 70% R&B and 30% hip hop versus Yeezus being an experimental hip hop album at its core. So would you say that nothing was the same? Just to answer, I guess, cause some people may be saying that stuff right now as, as they're listening. Would you say that nothing was the same besides like the three, four rapping songs that Drake had out there? Would you say that that's still a hip hop album versus an R&B album? I would say it's a hip hop album because, uh, hip hop primary artists made it and it's labeled as hip hop and it did have, Hip hop vibes to it. Well, hold on now because Childish Gambino dropped, um, Awaken My Love and he was a hip hop artist and it was that R&B. album. Yeah. That but, whole thing was a funky jazz R&B album. I mean, it's listed as rap. So what, what is the list of this rap? Um, nothing was the same. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were about to say Awaken yeah, nah, My nah, Love. Nah, nah, nah. Hold on now. And that was a great album too. Oh, yeah. But, amazing. Uh, amazing. So 
between Drake and Kanye, um, but it's gonna go to Drake, honestly. Um, we both agree on it. I, Drake is just Drake, man. He's like the biggest hip hop artist of this decade. I will not say all time because I'm still, I'm still leaning towards Kanye, but definitely Kanye and Drake are right there towards the top of hip hop artists of all time. Like what they've done for hip hop is amazing. And I mean, shit, we don't even have to. I mean, I hate this because, but we don't have to sit here and, and say what we think. We can just let them numbers talk themselves, them streams, the yeah. the revenue from the albums yeah, from I, each of the individuals. Like, just look at that throughout the entire decade. That man, Drake had a billion streams in like what was it, like forty eight hours? Amazing, I, I'm amazing. I mean, what can you do about that? That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so, which artist will have the best? Well, yeah, the best or biggest decade from twenty twenty. To twenty twenty nine. Man, that's tough. Ah, oh, man, that's tough. Because some, I mean, I'm not gonna say they're falling off the wagon, but we all know like the inevitable slump that old heads will eventually fall into. And of now, course, look, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: if I, I always say that Kanye is like the third best artist of all time behind, I mean, artist is like any genre of music uh, behind like Michael Jackson. Type yes, of, yes, oh, Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah. So my number one is Michael Jackson because that's just me. Everybody knows I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. My number two would be Prince because the guy was crazy talented. I got Kanye West sitting at number three right now. If Drake goes this decade and dominates this decade like he dominated last decade, then listen, number three is going to be a toss-up because that's just crazy. The man would have dominated two whole decades I don't think we've seen something like that ever, or certainly not in a while. You will have to probably go back to Michael Jackson and get something that someone is that dominant as Drake, like the last time we've seen it. So would you think that one of the newcomers in the game right now would, I guess, tr- kind of reign superior during that during that ordeal of uh, 2020 to 2029 or 2030? So one of the things that I think you have to have if you're going to reign supreme during a whole decade, I think you have to have youth on your side. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're... So I was looking at some artist's age and I was like, okay, they definitely could be in that conversation. But I look at their age and 10 years from now, they'll be pushing their late 30s, yeah. early 40s. So it's like they could possibly still be doing good, but that is a... That's a that's a lot of mileage on you. So, so who's a say. candidate for you right now? Or for me, some candidates? For me right now, I've decided three names. Well, really, two names in one category. So uh, the first name, guy's 20 years old, Playboy Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Playboy Cardi fan. I think what he does is amazing. Um, the way he makes albums, the way he makes music, I think he's a very good young upcoming artist. And I can see him ruling this decade. The next person is more of a pure rapper, rapper, um, and that would be Corday. <laughs> Amazingly talented, young, has everything you need, and um, he's only gonna get better with time. My third is a category. I would say it's somebody that the world haven't really heard of yet, but will probably come on later to rule the decade, if that makes sense. So maybe they're already known, but not as big, kind of like how Drake kind of came out of the cut seemingly even though he was already known but he came out of the cut and just dominated a whole decade well he did drop um one of the greatest mixtapes ever at the end of like the 2009 2000 oh he's my Drake. yeah but besides that yeah i think it's i think it's one of those three either one of those two or someone in that category what about you 
Oh, man. I mean, you probably heard me chuckle earlier when you said the name, but the only person, just because I don't listen to a whole lot of new schoolers, I mean, there's nothing yeah. personal against them. I just, I don't know. I have that old school vibe with me. You know, I'll sit back and my preference, I'll get my car listening to Jay-Z anytime of the day. You know what I'm saying? But, Jiggle, man. yes, sir. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, the, the young, the young, one of the young rappers I've been listening to a lot lately would be YBN Corday. I mean, he gives them bars. He gives them dope songs. Everything yeah. you need out of an up and coming rapper who's who's a candidate of taking the throne for a whole decade. You know, uh, besides that name, I don't really have much in the tank because I don't really have much as far as my knowledge about it. So yeah. I don't even know much more about that. Yeah, um, I definitely would give it to one of those three categories, as I said earlier. Um, you know, I would I would say a member of Detroit Entertainment, but <laughs> just for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to keep it with people that are already in the spotlight. So I definitely feel like if I had to, if you, if I was forced to choose one name right now, I would say Corday as being the best artist of this decade. So uh, just a little fact check uh, that I just did. So Drake got a billion streams in a week. Not 24, 48 hours. I think in 24 or 48 hours, he got like 300 million, which is still crazy. But um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Next time, we're probably going to talk about something more of the along the lines of an Andre 3000 old school to rapper. Well, not too old school, kind of modern, but yeah. Um, And, you know, I think that this episode was very interesting, honestly, because we did a lot of talking about Drake, Kanye, and my personal favorite artist is uh, J. Cole. It's very strange talking about all these other artists. Yeah, you know my stilo. We go with what Kendrick, Soul. Frank Ocean, Absol. Exactly. Yeah, those along my line. So it was, you know, stepping out, of, stepping out of my comfort zone, talking about different artists as being the best at something is kind of weird. But I mean, this is a good conversation. We need this. Yeah, it's always good to have conversations, and I just love talking about music. Um, so yeah, next episode we're definitely gonna do something talking about one of the. More older school rappers. Well, not older school. Like I said, modern. But, uh, yeah. It's been real. Peace out. I just want you to be yourself. Like, you ain't got a lot of kick it, my nigga. Like, you ain't got a lot of kick it, uh. You just gotta get with it. You ain't gotta stress about it. Like,